This season, I've only invited an elite group of competitors. This will be your biggest competition yet. You don't come to a challenge and not be ready to win. This is the most cutthroat game. Gone are the days of men running the game. Only shooting stars break the Challenge All-Stars, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. What is this, Taken? Am I Tooken? <laughs> Alan? I'm here to save you. Ow! She has the key to finding the lost treasure. After them! I am driving. Oh, 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 oh! Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> what is that? Just pick it and fling it. You like... pick it and fling it! <laughs> Don't make that sound. <laughs> getting you out of here. Why are you so handsome? My dad was a weatherman. The Lost City. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. It's The Last Stand. And here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is The Last Stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. I'm Brian Custer. Joining us today, when you talk about 168, we got one of the top guys at 168. He is a two-time WBC super middleweight champion of the world. He's known as the Red Flag, David Benavides. My man. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? It's good to be with you again. So, you know, you're back in your hometown in Phoenix, right? You got this fight. You're taking on former world champion uh, David Lemieux. What should we expect when you get in the ring with Lemieux? You should expect fireworks. You know, with me, it's always fireworks. I'm always going in there. I'm always trying to finish the fight. I don't like to leave it to the judges. But also, you know, you got, you got David Lemieux. He's a power puncher. He has a lot of knockouts, too. I'm sure he's very motivated. It's a, it's a step up for both of us. Another world title involved. So I'm trying to get to the next level. And I'm definitely, I'm not going to be leaving that, that stadium without the belt. I, I, I read that you said, I can stop David Lemieux. Uh, tell me why you feel like you need to stop David Lemieux. I feel like I can stop David Lemieux because his style that he has, you know, it's made for my style. He comes in forward. You know, he's available to hit, you know, and he stays there for my combinations. You know, I have combinations, I have, I have, uh, I have power shots, and I have body shots. And I have a tremendous jab, too. So I feel like it's just, his, his style is just tailor-made for me to go in there and stop him. Um, Lemieux has won five straight. Um, he's won three straight since he's moved up to 168. I think a couple of straight knockouts, too. I, I guess the question is, when it comes to David Lemieux, in your opinion, does he still have a lot left in the tank, you think? I feel he still has a lot left in the tank. You know, if you look, if you look at how old he is, he's not as old as everybody thinks. He's, I think he's very like 32 years old. Mm -hmm. And I was actually surprised seeing that. I thought he was older than that yeah. because he's just been there for so long. He has a lot of experience. And, you know, like I said, just, he has a lot of motivation going into this fight because I'm not the only one fighting for a world title. He is too. So I could say that we're both at this, at this spot, uh, a spot in our careers that we need to go to the next level. He needs me and I need him. You know, he's a great fighter, power puncher, just like how I am. And we're definitely all both going to leave it online and we're going to give the, the fans a great fight. And how do you get to that next level? Because you, you know, ever since you, you had your title, uh, lost your title, you've met every step. Yeah. How do you get to that next step, though? Just, just going in there and trying to look uh, as good as I could do, as, as I could look. Um, that's why I really want to go in there and stop David Lemieux, but in impressive fashion. I know I get stoppages, but I, I want to make this one special. It's in front of my hometown. I'm fighting for a belt in Phoenix, Arizona, so it, it's definitely special for me. I've been training since January. I know this is going to be a tough task ahead of me, but I know I could go in there and execute the game plan. But you know, in reality, said you, you want that belt that Canelo has. I yeah. mean, he's got them all. Let's, let's get, get that uh, straight. 
He's the king of the division, undisputed champ. What did you think, though, when they, people kept asking him, are you going to fight David Bennett? And he said, uh, quote, why don't he and Charlo, why don't they fight each other? And maybe I fight the winner of that fight. If you go a year and a half back before the Canelo fight was even mentioned with me, what did I say? I said, I would like to fight all these fighters to get the most experience I can to fight Canelo Alvarez. I had been saying that. I still have no problem doing that. I see that he's doing his thing on Dazzin. You know, he has three other fights. So I'm open to fighting all these fighters. You know, I feel like the more experience I get, the better fighter I am and the more I evolve. So I have no problem fighting Jamal Charlo, um, you know, uh, Caleb Plant. David Morrell, all those guys, I feel like I got to fight them anyways, you know, to be the, the top dog that I, that I want to be and the be, to be the best in the world. So I have no problem doing that. You know, I'm happy you mentioned that because, uh, you know, obviously I'm sure you saw Charlo, uh, who was on Tyson's uh, podcast, Hot Boxing, and he basically talked about, I'm not ducking, he said, uh, David Benavides. He said, but why fight him? Where's the value in that? He's not coming. I, if I'm going up, he doesn't have a belt. Where's the value on that? What did you think when you heard it? I feel like that's a little silly, you know what I mean? I feel like all of us, we don't like each other, but we need each other to get to that next step. We want to be pay-per-view stars. He needs to fight me. I need to fight him. I need to fight Caleb Plant. We all need to fight each other. You know, nobody here is the A-side. We're all basically, basically worth the same. We're all looking to get the belts. So for us to elevate as a fighter and, you know, to, to have that, that stable uh, that staple victory in our career, we all have to fight each other. Yeah. And like I said, I'm, I'm willing to do that. I'm a fighter, and whoever I need to fight, I'm here to fight. I, I'm happy you said it because um, he also said uh, recently that even if I fight David Benavidez, people will never give me credit for the guys who I'm fighting. And so even if I move up uh, to fight him, I won't get the credit uh, in doing so. I feel like Wesley, why doesn't he just try to fight me and see if the people give him the respect? You know, I have, I'm 25 and 0. 22 knockouts. I'm sure he would get respect if he beats me. And if I beat him, I would get the, all the respect in the world. But also what I want to point out is he said he was going to fight Munguia. That didn't happen. He said he was going to fight Canelo. That didn't happen. You know, he said he was going to fight me. That didn't happen. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting because for the while, you and Caleb had been circling each other and like, oh, okay, well, it won't get done. Well, Caleb Plant uh, recently said that, that he's coming back. Obviously, it looks like he's going to fight Darrell. Um, but he said after this fight in the summer, he wants David Benavidez next. Um, your thoughts? It's perfect. I love it. You know, I feel like uh, this is the closest we've ever been to make this fight happen. I have my date. He has his date. I got to go in there, you know, focused and take care of business. But I feel like the fight with Caleb Plant could happen right after. And I'm very excited because that's the fight I wanted for a long time. I know that's a fight that the fans wanted for a long time, so I'm happy we're about to make that happen. If it was up to you, and you could say, okay, this is how it's going to be. Uh, after Lemieux, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. What, what, what's that plan that you see, the way you see it? I feel like when after I, I, I fight Lemieux, I would want to get Caleb Plant, and then hopefully we could get Charlo in there. That would be great. And then after that, if I could get Canelo, then I'll just be a, that's that's just the steps I would love to take. And and after that, whoever, you know, I'm ready for whoever. You know, I want to fight the best, and I want to be the best. And it's not going to be easy, but, you know, the work has to be done, but I feel like I can do it. I think the one thing that I've noticed in you at, along every step is how different David Benavidez is. You just seem so more mature, know who you are, know what you want. Have you seen the progression in yourself as you develop? Forget about it as a fight. I just think as a person. Yeah, I mean... 
I, this has been a long ride, man. I've been professional 10 years, almost 10 years. And you're still a baby. Yeah. <laughs> you're still a baby, you're 25. But I, I had to grow up quick, and I feel like the fights that I've had, I've been two-time world champion. I fought some good fighters. They haven't been the best, the great fighters, but the level of opposition I faced to then is giving me the confidence I have now. You know, that's why I know I can hurt whoever. Whoever I put my hands on, I can hurt. So for me to have that ultimate confidence like, like Canelo has or all these other great champions, you know, uh, Inouye or Usyk, mm -hmm. they fought the best and they beat the best. So that's the type of confidence I want to have, but it's hard to do it when they're not giving me the opportunities. How, how much do you miss being the champion? Oh, I miss it a lot. I definitely miss it a lot, but now it makes me, um, when I get it now, it will make me appreciate it way more. You know, I know I, I know I say, you know, I've done it twice and I made my mistakes, but I feel like the best teacher in life is experience. And I've experienced good, I've experienced highs and I experienced lows. So now I'm, I'm just, I live in the moment now and I'm grateful and appreciated for everything that comes my way now. Hey, what's up everybody? I'm Brian Custer. I want to talk to you about our partner, Athletic Greens. You know, I started taking Athletic Greens because quite simply, I wanted more energy, more focus, doing this podcast, doing SportsCenter, hosting Showtime Championship Boxing, and of course, for my workouts. And I got to tell you, I simply love it. You know, Athletic Greens doesn't taste like one of those super healthy drinks. It has a mild tropical taste, I'm sure, that you're going to enjoy each morning. So what is it? Well, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, what you're getting is you're absorbing 75 high-quality minerals, vitamins, whole-sourced superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to really help start your day uh, right. It contains less than one gram of sugar. There are no GMOs, uh, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, while it still tastes good. And it supports better sleep quality, it's going to give you better recovery, and it's also going to support your mental clarity, while also alertness. You know, AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. In essence, it's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. And it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you're keto, whether you're paleo, vegan, uh, dairy-free, or even gluten-free. And it costs you less than $3 a day. So really, you're investing in your health, especially if you have one of those habits where you got to buy a brew every day. And additionally, for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including no kid hungry here in the U.S. In fact, in 2020, Athletic Greens donated over $1.2 million in meals to kids. Right now, I'm telling you, it is the perfect time to reclaim your health, your immune system with a really convenient daily nutrition. And it is something that I'm telling you that is going to supplement you and look out for your health. So you know what? We're going to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five of these, these travel packs with your first purchase. And all you've got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash last stand. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash last stand. It is time to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance, Athletic Greens.
Now, I was talking to your promoter, uh, Samson, and he said, listen, we are going to push hard that if he doesn't fight David Benavidez after that Bivol fight, we want that him to vacate that belt. Yeah. And we want David Benavidez to fight for that belt at the end of the year, whether it be against a Caleb Plant or whomever. Do you think that can happen? I'm sure it can happen. You know what, the great, uh, great victory, May 21st. And then it has to happen because I would, if I get the belt, I'm, you know, I've already won uh, t uh, title eliminators. Now the WBC interim title, so it's it's an, it's inevitable. You know, mm. I just gotta go in there, win the belts, or if not, I you know, I think I'm probably gonna move up. If I don't get the fights I want to get, I might move up to 175. I, I think it's about time, and you know, if I'm not, if I'm wasting my time here and the fights that I don't that I want aren't aren't happening, then what am I doing? I think it's time to move up. But I still feel like I'm in good position too, because I'll put pressure on Canelo at 175 too. Yeah, and 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 how long do you see yourself here at 168? I'm not leaving until I get all these fights. Um, until I get Caleb Plant, until I get Charlo. If we could get a fight in with David Morrell, and until I make all these, because I promised my fans for so long to make these fights happen. So I feel like you know I'm still making way pretty good, still young. You know what I mean? So I feel like uh, not until I make all these fights. Maybe four, yeah. four or five fights. Okay. You know we always let people submit questions through social media. We got a number of them for you. So uh, here we go. We'll get right to them. Ari asks. Uh, after you beat Lemieux, uh, if Andre uh, beats Parker, will you look to make that fight? That's another fighter I didn't mention, but that's another f uh, fighter we have, our, we have our sights on. I feel like that would be a great fight. He, he's fighting for the WBO interim. So, you know, if we put both of those against each other, that would put even more pressure on Canelo. Yeah. So I feel that's definitely a, a fight uh, that I, I would love to make happen. Andre, huh? You like that? Yeah, he's a good fighter. And like I said, he needs me, I need him. A lot of people are avoiding him too, so I feel like it's, it's good for both of us. Absolutely. Uh, Chuck asks, do you have any respect for Caleb Plant? I have respect. Um, I have a little bit of respect for him because he's a boxer, you know, and I know how hard it is, uh, how it is, how hard it is to put your life on the line and go out for training camp and, you know, work hard. But other than that, no, no mm. respect mm. after that. Mm. Uh, Donovan asks, he says, as a former big kid myself, uh, but what was your favorite uh, food or snack? I think the easier question would be, what was it? Era, <laughs> <laughs> I ate everything. I can't, there's just so much <laughs> food on the list, man. I just, I ate, I, I ate all that. <laughs> McDonald's, Burger King, yeah. Jack in the Box, Taco yeah. Bell, all of that. I ate yeah. all of that. How has that progressed now that you've gotten older and know that, okay, I got to work at staying at this weight, you know, at, at your diet? How does I that think now... The thing is, I try to put in my head that I'm not supposed to eat that at all. Okay. They get, it gets through every yeah. once now, but yeah. now in my head is you can't eat that at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, Serge asks, um, in your words, why are you being avoided so much? I feel like I'm being avoided because it's a lot of risk. And like people say, a little bit of reward right now. There's not too much reward. I think it would be, for the other fighters, the risk would be worth it if I was the champion. But because, you know, I'm number one, you know, and no, I'm not champion, I feel like that's what they see it, that that's why they want to avoid me. Mm. Because they'll probably, they're probably waiting out for their opportunities to fight Canelo, but now everybody's waiting for yeah. opportunity to fight Canelo from, from middleweight all the way to cruiserweight, yeah. you know what I mean? But I, I feel like that's basically the reason why. There's too much, uh, very big risk, very little reward. You know, uh, basically I saw you at, at, at the Spence Ugas 
uh, fight. Saw you there at the weigh-in. You know, I, Charlo was there. Did you guys even say anything? I didn't see him. You didn't say, okay. I didn't see him. I was in the back the whole time. I heard somebody text me that he was here, but I mean, we probably might confront each other, yeah. you know, because I want to make that fight happen. So we'll see what happens. Have you guys ever been in the same room with one another? No, I've seen him before. Okay. Uh, before he's he's giving me props. I've okay. seen him when I fought here. Yeah. Actually, he came up to me after the fight while we're in the back room. Yeah. And he said, "Good job, you're a good fighter." And then I seen him at the WBC convention in yeah. Mexico. And we talked. I mean, I never had a problem with yeah. him until I said I wanted to fight him. That's what the, that's what, that's what the problem started. Yeah. Okay, it's time for uh, the last stand. You know the deal here. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Just give me whatever first can come to your mind. Out of Charlo, Plant, Andre, which one stylistically you think will be the toughest fight? Stylistically, I think... It'll be between Andrade or uh, Andre or uh, or Charlo. Mm. I think Andre a little bit more because he has power and he moves a lot. Yeah. And Charlo, he's he's more of a brawler. Yeah. So I think Andre. Okay. Be there. Uh, by this time next year, are you fighting solely at 175? I don't think so. I think I'm gonna still be at 168. Still but uh, we'll see. We'll okay. see. Who is your favorite fighter to watch? Currently or currently. Um, that you enjoy, like man, I like this. Guy. This I gotta, guy's got something. I got a couple fighters. Okay. I like Inoue a lot. Mm. I like Usyk, ah. Gypsy King. I still love Deontay Wilder, man. Do uh, yeah, I still cool. love Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Earl Spence, um, Shakur Stevens, Lomachenko. Okay, yeah. I'm a big boxing fan. Yeah, <laughs> I watch a lot of boxing. That's that's fantastic. That is fantastic. Uh, out of Charlo and Plant, which one talks more shit to you? Plant, yeah. every and I'm not. I'm not even the only one that will tell you that. Plant yeah. has the biggest mouth in boxing. Yeah. But his hands, they don't back him up. They don't back up his mouth. <laughs> uh, last but not least, are you the most avoided fighter in boxing? You know, for me, um, I don't want to say. Mm. I mean, I don't want to be the the fighter. Be like, oh yeah, everybody's done yeah, yeah. this and that, but. I mean, I think I feel like the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we'll just leave it at that. I, I think you and Jerron Ennis, y'all right up there. Well, Jerron Ennis is another one I like watching, too. Yeah, okay. yeah, I yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are the two that yeah. catch when you bring you up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, maybe we'll fight. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? They're, they're not jumping to make that fight happen. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Listen, he's the two-time WBC uh, super middleweight champion of the world. And... I, I, I think it's only a matter of time before you get that, that strap around the yes, waist sir. again. And um, I'm very excited. Like I said, this is probably like the closest we are to making these big fights happen. So I'm very excited. You know, I'm getting older, more experienced, yeah. and expect great fights to come, man. I'm ready. I love it. David Benavidez, talking about one of my favorite fighters, this guy right here. Always you, appreciate brother. you. Thank you. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you again next week. This season, I've only invited an elite group of competitors. This will be your biggest competition yet. You don't come to a challenge and not be ready to win. This is the most cutthroat game. Gone are the days of men running the game. Only shooting stars break the Challenge All-Stars, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. What is this, taken? Am I taken? <laughs> Alan? I'm here to save you. She has the key to finding the lost treasure. After them! I am driving. Oh, 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 oh! 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 oh.
What is that? You just pick it and fling it. You pick it and fling it. Uh, Don't make that sound. Getting you out of here. Why are you so handsome? My dad was a weatherman. The Lost City. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+.